Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world today. This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. How's everyone doing out there? I hope that everybody is practicing that social distancing out there, you know, wearing your gloves when you're heading outside to get your essentials. It's kind of weird that we have these words that have come into our lexicon or into the zeitgeist over the last, dare I say, six weeks that we never would have even thought of or heard of or even bothered to use. I remember there was a time where we would look at people who were um, from different parts of the world that would wear masks regularly, taking the buses and the subways, and now it's, it's, it is life. It's what we're doing now. So, um, so hopefully this podcast comes to you, hits you while you are in a uh, good space. Uh, if I sound like I'm out of breath, I'm just on the, on the exercise bike here, getting some cardio in before bed. I wanted to um, drop this little fit tip to talk to you about a subject that's been going on in the press over the last little bit. Um, in parts of the world, we're starting to see people start to think or attempt or actually start to reopen their economy. So various parts of their their um, their um, their businesses and financial um, sort of. Uh, pockets of their economy as it were um over the last six to five to six weeks it's been very apparent that we have some holes in our capitalist system um there's been a lot of talk of universal income of hiking up the minimum wage to keep up with inflation there has been talk on the left and the right depending on what country you're in that we need to tear this all down and just have everybody just the government just give people checks have them stay indoors and ride this thing out and there's other people on the other side who've been saying we need to get back to work it's just a cold um we can't afford to be locked down for good um i don't know man i mean i'm looking at statistics and the stats out there and one of the things that's very frightening is just seeing what what happens when countries reopen uh too quickly we're seeing that right now i believe it's in uh, i want to say japan but i'm gonna have to check some research just to see um, what's going on there but right now we have a situation in the state i believe it's in georgia and just this monday the governor there instructed businesses restaurants tattoo parlors bowling alleys and gyms that they could reopen and the last one kind of got my attention working in the fitness industry for the last, you know, 12 years, and, and, um, man, you know, just sitting at the front desk or training people, whatever the case might be, realizing that gyms have been hit ridiculously hard over the course of the last, you know, month and a half, uh, as it were. I mean, with revenues drying up from walk-in traffic, group classes, to, places that have swimming pools and um, soccer facilities and basketball facilities and things of that nature it's been just rough and I mean everything from CrossFit to powerlifting to bodybuilding to regular you know your mom and pop hole in the wall kind of places have been feeling the pinch so I can understand where a owner or a franchise might be coming from wanting to open up um, the 
what it looks like is that a lot of the gyms out there that have been given the okay to open up have decided to ramp up their cleaning. We've seen uh, a number of facilities out there, uh, particularly, I believe it was a 24-hour, oh, yeah, 24-hour um, facility that was being interviewed by um, the Georgia, one of the news stations out in Georgia, and they were, you know, they were mentioning that they they have extra wipes, extra extra sanitizer, and things of that nature. And for me personally, it on the one hand, I feel it's very I almost want to say irresponsible to open up right now. And the reason being is because we look at other countries such as Italy, um, China, um, places like New York that have been really hard hit. Um, here in Canada, we got places places um, such as Toronto, BC, um, Quebec that are really feeling it right now that are just kind of hitting their peak as it were for the first wave of this disease. And knowing what I know about working in the fitness industry, particularly within the gym industry and the gym culture, it is such a hard place to keep clean, first of all. I mean, I'd like to think that myself and the gym that I work at and the people there do an excellent job keeping it clean. But we are, and I'll just be completely honest, one of the exceptions um, to the rule. Majority of gyms out there, they hire and they employ people who work there for a minimum wage who on average are, you know, 20 25 is probably like the oldest. Um, management might be a little bit older, um, but people who aren't really that, you know, um, interested in the gym industry or in the fitness industry or, or like owning a gym or owning their own sort of um, their own sort of facility. Oh, excuse me, guys. Ah. Oh, start getting more sleep. Um, one of the things we find is that you will get people who, you know, they, they just want a paycheck. They're just in it for. They just want to get um, some quick cash. They. Maybe they're in school, maybe they're in between jobs. This is not their career. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because when you have people who work in a facility that aren't really that committed, you know, on average are there for close to six, six to nine months, right? Um, this is usually a side gig to a full-time job or it's a side gig to them going to school or some other form of, you know, scholastic training. You're not going to get that level of commitment that's going to be able to not only create a culture, but create a mindset of, okay, we got to keep this place clean. We want to, we want to make sure people are safe. Yeah, you'll have it for a little bit, but nine, nine times out of 10, it starts to wane. It starts to lax. Before you know it, you go back to those bad habits. Now, one of the gyms in our city, it was pretty much apparent that there was no way you could do any type of social distancing or any type of, um, um, I mean, just make, you know, just, just trying to keep the place even remotely clean. Um, I used to train a client at one of the gyms in our city here. I won't name it, but it's a city run facility and there was a large amount of dust on the wall. So what I did is I just drew a little happy face on it. And then we came back the next following week to see if it was still there. And lo and behold, it was still there. Right, so you have people who are either at the front desk or you know doing the rounds that will just give the machines the once over. They're not dusting or mopping or rubbing down the machines, um, 
And I mean, to, to have a, a really safe environment in a world where we don't have a vaccine, right? In a world where treatment is wear a mask, wear your gloves, hand sanitizer, social distancing, stay at home as often as possible. Pretty draconian laws if you, if you think about it. But what we got is, is, a, is a system where they're just trying to figure it out. And so you throw people into what is basically known as a Petri dish. It's, it's going to get hectic. Um, I mean, so the attitude right now is there's no shields, you know, at any of these gyms. There's no private showers. There's no uh, private areas. There's recycled air coming from other parts of, because normally you're renting like a, a space or a facility and you're sharing that building with other other patrons. Um, you know, there's no requirement of any of the gyms that I saw out there in Georgia to have, you know, maybe your own gloves, your own mask, bring your own towel, um, a couple of extra bottles of hand sanitizer and spray bottles is not going to do it. When you're on the treadmill or when you're running or when you're lifting or whatever, to really get into the lift and to really actually, you know, see, you know, there's not results or anything, but just to actually feel like you're doing something or that you're really pushing yourself you're going to be sweating, right? You might wipe your, your forehead. You might cough. You know, you're breathing heavily. You're, you're, um, you're expelling a lot of those air droplets into the atmosphere that are going to be remaining there. Um, there is no way possible that a fitness facility, pool, gym, recreation facility that's enclosed um, can keep people from catching some form of something. And... Unfortunately, people are having to make that choice of life over limb in a way. They have to decide, look, do we want to stay in business or do we want to risk our health? And it's a horrible state for fitness facilities and gyms and gym owners and people who work there to be there, to, to be in. Because let's face it, you, you want to get back to your normal life. I don't think anybody who's going through this feels like this is the way they wanted to um, spend their spring. And if you, uh, I know there's a place just down our, by, by us here that just opened a yoga studio, actually, the same, I think the end of March, and you just gotta, just gotta feel so, so sorry for that, for that individual, that person. So, I mean, on the one hand, if this does work, and I mean, there are places that weren't hit as hard, so you might have like a lot less cases, a little bit less dense population. So, I mean, that's always a good thing. Um, if you can get people working again, get people up and running. Um, there was another interview, I believe they spoke to uh, uh, the news, Channel 4 News, they spoke to a young lady who ran a salon. and She had to wear a, a face shield, a mask, and gloves while her patrons wore a mask and they got their hair done. Um, they literally said before the governor released the words out of his mouth when he was on TV, they were getting calls left and right. I want to be booked. I want to be first. Um, cause you know, if you, if you got, if you style your hair once a week, you've gone five weeks without a haircut, without coloring, without anything. So, um, again, these aren't, you know, regular times that we're going through. These are extraordinarily difficult times and people just want to get paid out there. They, they got families to support, they got bills to pay, and it's really rough on some people. But I think from the gym standpoint, there's no way you can 
without fear of litigation, without fear of somebody getting infected in your club, in your studio, in your gym, at this point in time to even talk about reopening. Now, if you are so inclined, um, definitely, you know, online training is the way to go. YouTube, Instagram, basically there's a lot of free stuff out there. If you're looking for more detailed stuff, I know myself and other trainers out there are starting to put out online training and things of that nature to help people, you know, maintain some level of fitness. But the mere idea that in a space that is, you know, confined, you know, maybe five, 10,000 square feet, you, you, first of all, you don't have enough staff, you know, to maintain that level of cleanliness that you need. Second, if everybody is not wearing masks or gloves or getting some form, maybe even tested before you come in there, um, getting their temperature checked or there's so many variables that to adequately serve the general population or the general public and have their health and their well-being um, top of mind, you're going to have to wait a bit longer. I know myself, uh, the small studio that I have, I've um, kind of said, I'll wait until September and then just train any of my clients online um, just because you don't want to risk anything. And I just feel that it's not... It's not, it's not safe, it's too early, and it, it will put you in more jeopardy. Now, God forbid, if word were to spread that somebody was sick at your gym, you know, let's say that you open up and, and you, you, you tentatively, you, you shake off all the fear and you're like, hey, I'm going to go in there, you know, I need, I need, I need my squat rack, I need my, my plates and everything else, because on, on, the, on the one hand, people would say, well, just work out at home, which is fun, funny, because there's, if you go on the websites like Walmart, Rogue, and, and everything else, everything's gone. People have bought up everything, and they're just now restocking, and those will be gone pretty soon, too. So, um, you've got a general population that is just coming out of the, the winter thaw, if you would, and we're getting into a place where now summer's going to be here, and people are, you know, being able to walk outside, and get some more fresh air. So my suggestion to everybody would be to, um, if you can, do what you can at home. You know, if you if you have any type of equipment at all, try to get out there and, um, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, jumping jacks, whatever you, whatever you can do. I think for um, people who don't have that, it's getting really nice outside. And, um, you know, walking is free, you know, um, if you have a bike, fix it up, hit the trails, get some running shoes, you know, um, if you have anybody that you can sort of keep yourself accountable with, do a digital thing where you guys FaceTime while you're walking, whatever the case is, but um, yeah, it's just too soon, and I know people are raring to get back to, to normal, get back to a regular type of schedule, but the state that most places are that have been hardest hit by this thing it's just not worth the risk now granted you might feel a little bit differently and you might think that this has just been blown out of proportion and as long as you're healthy you're fine but you got to remember too that whatever you know even if you're not affected you might pass it on to somebody else who, who may not be able to handle it and then that is on us 
as a as a general population. So, so anyways, um, just a little little fit tip here. Um, on a brighter note, right before we end, um, there is there does seem to be a bit of uh, light at the end of the tunnel for a couple of places out there. Um, I believe Alaska. Um, where else? None of it here in Canada. Um, there's a lot of places that saw very low to almost no um, outbreaks of COVID-19, and so we're starting to see those places open up, and, and that seems really, really beneficial. You know, um, the fact that summer is summer is fast approaching. It's spring now. We're just starting to see that more people are coming out. It's it's kind of nice to hear uh, the frogs uh, where we're at coming out of the uh, their hibernation, as it were. Um, people are starting to do a lot more lawn work, stuff like that. So you know what? Um, a lot of us are starting to shed off the winter coats and starting to feel more alive going outside, getting that fresh air. So, I mean, as we enter into what a lot of people are starting to say is our second phase of this whole thing, hopefully we'll get to a place where we're just able to now navigate a lot more cautiously and hopefully we're going to see in the next couple of couple of weeks or coming months that things that our, our efforts you know have been working because if we rush back too soon and that includes the gyms and you know um, the pools and all that kind of stuff I mean we could be right back where we, we were back at you know the beginning of March end of February there so so hopefully everyone's just staying safe out there keeping each other safe um maintaining that distance and we will catch you next time i just want you guys to stay fit and have fun out there take care